This week on the Media Virus Podcast, Superbug Fungi and Ancient Virus say, Hold our beers, coronavirus. This pandemic's for you. Old assholes in Florida shout, Get that dying guy off our lawn! To man trying to assist motorist having a seizure. The infection team is being sent to relationship special ed because age gaps require special attention. It's the Media Virus Podcast! Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. That there's a fancy doctor in word butt crack. Featuring the diversity duo Stanley McFadden and the lovely and talented doctor. Ah! Ah! Shut the fuck up, Maddie. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show. The incomparable Maddie Rockdev. So anyway. Jesus Christ. Uh, damn, do we have a fucking show for you people this week. I am Maddie Rockdev. This is the Media Virus Podcast. Please like, please subscribe, please follow, please share. You know, if you're watching this live right now, please share. On uh, This is the, what we, we tape. Uh, our podcast we release on uh, Fridays on Spotify and YouTube. And we've decided to take the taping, uh, you know, to Facebook so that people can engage with us and we can, um, you know, basically get to know the people that wouldn't be enjoying the show. Um, let me get to the introductions. Um, with me, as always, is our executive producer, the Reverend and Professor uh, Mike Latouris. Good Mike, evening, how's little Dicky doing, buddy? Oh, my little Dicky is taking a nap right under the desk here. <laughs> That's good. Um, he took a took a bit of a bit of a lump at work today, huh? You, yeah. I, you're. Uh, uh, I banged uh, my head. Yeah, you're playing injured. You can can we all see? They show us the, the lump on the noggin there. Jesus. I ran clear I, into uh, a truck mounted arrow panel. Uh, that was uh, bolted down to the truck, and I, I hit it square. I didn't, I didn't slide. I didn't bounce. I hit it and stopped. It was a dead blow. So was it the bottom of the sign? No, it's actually the frame that holds it up. So it, oh. the really, the really ouchy part. Okay. What? I, just it works. We're we're live. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, one of the things too. I got I got that going in the background. Just wanted to check. Um, one, you know, there's uh, all kinds of new new stuff happening uh, here at the Media Virus Network. Um, what, uh, you know, the doc has uh, decided that, well, her OnlyFans was doing very, very well. She yeah. said, she said, Maddie, listen, he said, she said, the donkey show is going great. I can, I can knock a man unconscious by spitting a, uh, a, a, a ping pong ball. And that's that's impressive. A ping pong ball doesn't hurt very much. Um, and uh, there was there was another piece, but what she's what what she's basically oh, and the interact just interactive games. She kind of it's like a skee ball with the thing. She she can shoot the ping pong ball, and then with this, she sets up a skee ball thing, and it's a hundred points, and and she plays for different uh, she plays for, for for different audience members. It's a it's a good time. But what she said was, it's doing so well. I want to help promote the show. What do you think I can do? And I was like, well. What you can do 
is, you know, basically make all of that OnlyFans content and put it into the Media Virus podcast OnlyFans. Uh, we're and and Which, that transition is happening. So we've so we've shut down. Doc, are you going to be all right for the next few days? Because we've shut down your OnlyFans. Yeah, um, I'm. Uh, you know, I've got some stuff out on credit. So as soon as the as soon as it starts rolling in from this, as I start getting my cut from the Media Virus OnlyFans, I should be able to you know make ends meet. It okay, might good. take a minute because their verification process is arduous. Yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, arduous. you know, I've been through it once before, setting up my own account. So. You got to take a picture of your ID. You got to take a picture of yourself with your ID. They want a really close-up picture of your butthole. It's right. it's insane. Yeah, and some of the things to get the right angles, you need a friend to help you. And so, and thanks for that, Big Daddy. You know the sacrifices that I make uh, to make this podcast successful. I was going to say the uh, the most prominent uh, fan subscriber to the Docs Only Fan. Happens to be our uh, BBC correspondent, uh, Stanley McFadden, Big Daddy. How you doing, man? I'm all right. I uh, I, I'm, I, I make sacrifices for the team. I, I like to take upon myself the, the responsibility of making sure that uh, thick white women everywhere are, are the best versions of them that they can be. Well, as long as you you are bringing inspiration to a generation of white bitches. And that's that's to be considered. As for uh, all those as, that have been uh, deprived of, of of such pleasures, I, I extend myself and my services. He does for you, the viewer. All that he does, he extends it. Is is anyone else entirely transfixed by the closed captioning that we've got going on? It's at the bottom fucking of the screen? awesome. <laughs> we are ADA compliant. Yes, our video yeah. podcast is now ADA compliant. I don't. How uh, well is it captioning? Not too bad. It's not too bad. It's wonder, even keeping I, up with I Maddie. I wonder what it would do if I said "fuck deaf people." It it does it very clear. That was good enunciation. Does, that was Maddie. good. That was good. Fuck deaf people. Yeah, that was good enunciation. Good. Yeah, that was good enunciation. Speaking of uh, good enunciation, for shizzle, actually, nah, me, nah, I'm saying, nah, I'm saying, not nah, me for shizzle, my nizzle, dizzle. Yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't do Negro. <laughs> it is not Ebonics <laughs> it enabled. Even Say do the Negro. Word. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Ebonics racist, enabled. Racist commentating. Ain't doing my John. Don't pay my John to the realist. Right. <laughs> What's up, yo? Um, that was terrible. Um, you know, I was walking out of uh, Del Pez yesterday. You guys Del familiar? Pez. I'm yeah. jealous. Yeah. Well, Del we went for lunch. You know, we got nachos. Del Pez. It's uh, it's in Wilmington. It's right on uh, Johansson Street. No, 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 no. It's Justice. Uh, it's Justice it's Street. We have, front. Yeah, we have friends that live in the condos. Justice Street. Justison Street, and, that's what it is. And I, I, wow. I drive so there. there. I, I drive there quite frequently with Uber and uh, Big Daddy. I think this is a place you'd really like. There's always a thick white bitch hanging at Del Pez. Well, oh, I mean, you know, how do you spell this place? Speaking, speaking, <laughs> uh, speaking for thick white bitches everywhere, we like tacos. 
you know. Thinking about, well, wait a minute, but hang on. So let me tell you about the story about this thick bitch I saw. And this, let me tell you, dude, she, okay, she was brown. She had the most beautiful eyes. And, you know, just her hair was just shiny and gorgeous. And her tongue just came out of her head. Like, uh, it might have, I don't know um, what sex it actually was, but this was one of the biggest dogs I think I've ever seen run with crusty kids. So I'm walking out of the Del Pez and there's two... And that's a good sign for COVID, I think, that things are getting getting normal, that kids are back out to, they're hopping freight trains, just going to wherever. This dude walks up to me, and he is wearing a hat, which I can't make any sense of because it's filthy. A jean jacket with a vest, with a Grateful Dead patch, no shirt. Filthy jeans. Okay, tattoos all over him. And as I'm walking, and he goes, hey, man. And I was, uh, you know, he just goes, I was about to tell him I didn't have any money or whatever. He goes, can I tell you a joke for a smoke? Because I pulled out my cigarettes. And, I was, and my smokes are very cheap. So I was like, yeah, you know, here, man. You can, but I want to hear the joke. I, I, for the life of me, don't remember what the fucking joke was. But I decided to fuck with him. He told me another joke. And I got excited. Cigarette. I wanted to hear the joke. I'm sorry. I, I don't remember what the joke was because Rick didn't happen to pull out their pull out her camera phone and take video. Did she? No, I, I was really like, cause I went out, I left early. They were both in the, they were both in the restaurant still. I had to go out and get my Prilosec medicine. Uh, so, taco um, sauce. but anyway, these two kids and he's, dude, he had a fucking Pabst blue ribbon, like on the inside of his jean jacket. And then he, but what I kept doing, he told me so many jokes because I kept giving him cigarettes. <laughs> I gave him like half a pack of cigarettes. Because every time, every, you know, every time he's telling me a joke, I'm giving him another one. He would just go, uh, he eventually ran out of jokes. So this dude told you 20 jokes and you don't remember any of them? I don't remember one of them. Because they weren't very good. I was more entertained. I was more entertained with the fact that, uh, you know, I just, I just kept giving him cigarettes. I was more entertained with what I was doing than, than the joke. He was... He was telling. You're so sorry. Uh, but they had it like him and his, him and his boy. I gave him two bucks eventually. But then him and his uh, him, they had this dog, man. And I was talking to I was talking to Mike last night. Like it, it may have been a cane corso or cane corso mixed with uh, pit bull because I know they look like pit bulls anyway. But this thing really looked like a fucking pit bull. But it was just fucking huge. <laughs> it was like a bear. And we were on a crowded, if you guys know where I'm talking about, this is a, he's sitting on a sidewalk with this fucking dog. And people are walking by. This dog's just chill as shit. Just. So I just thought that was, thought that was an interesting tangent to go on. Uh, but speaking of uh, articulating well, we have, uh, we have a very well articulated uh, prank phone call. To make coming up after the break. We do. We also, uh, well, we got, we're going to get into the uh, top three uh, teaser stories. Yeah. And uh, and I might do my Jeffrey Tubin impression. Please don't. <laughs> All right, but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. We're coming up after the break. We're going to do a little, uh, have a little fun with a friend of ours, and uh, then we're going to do the news. So, uh, Stick around, and we'll be back on the other side of this message. You can reach us at 646-Virus01, or you can go to our Facebook 
and uh, catch us live and tap in uh, a, a little chat. And when we have a second to look at it, we will answer you. Otherwise, we just won't give a fuck. Pretty much. It does say one person is watching this. Who are you, man? Comment. It's it's. And we're back here on the Media Virus Podcast, and we're going to do a quick prank phone call to a friend of ours. Uh, Maddie, you want to set this up a little bit? All right, so a uh, buddy of ours, uh, Marshall, is getting married on Saturday to a woman who is, uh, well, let's just say she's very excited to be. <laughs> she is very, very excited to be uh, marrying Marshall or getting married, one of the two. Um, and uh, there's been a countdown on this. Oh, they have a Facebook event on, you know, to, to, for the wedding. Uh, and there's been a, a post every day uh, from his uh, future intended, intended yes. fiance. So, yes, we, you know. we got, oh, no, it's the last Monday. And then since then, it's been a numeric count on the way down. No, I will. I, you know, I, I say this to everyone. I go to every wedding with a full tank of gas. <laughs> no, we don't have to stop for a couple hundred miles. So, um, you're you're a true friend, Matt. That's that's what you I call am. a best man. I uh, I said that too. I said that you know I was at I was Rob Boss's best man, and that's what I said to him. I, said, I, have, a, I have a full tank of gas. Anytime you want to go, we go. <laughs> that's you fantastic. call the shots here, man. And that's uh, that's what he said to me when he was. He was I got a full tank of gas. Like, yeah. Hey, Big Daddy, it's a, shame you didn't, it's a shame you didn't know Maddie back then, huh? This is true. I could have saved myself a lot of bullshit. <laughs> well, I mean, did you did you wish to... to, to be- no, nobody came up to you and said, are you sure you want to do this? You know, if someone had done that, I, I, I might have... Uh, I might have listened and smiled anytime within that 10-year... From what you told me, actually, cool. I think a lot of people said to you... You know what? That's not the point. <laughs> so you wouldn't have right. listened. Right. Several people mentioned it. I did not listen to any of them. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Here's what it is. All right. So here's where we're going with this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dial, and if he answers, we're gonna we're gonna run. We're gonna play the bit. Everybody, gonna, shut up. We're gonna, we're gonna, gonna do gonna the play bit. The thing. Then hang the fuck up. And if if we get his voicemail, we're gonna play the bit, because the bit That's works it. either way. That's All right. It. All right, so here we go. Marshall Manlove. Hi, we've been trying to reach you about your expiring bachelorhood. It has come to our attention that you are less than three days from swearing off strippers and hookers and rando broads forever. All right. So he just hung up. Do it he, again. He hung up. So we're gonna call him back. That's right. Because that's that's what we do in the in the media virus podcast. If you hang up on our bit, we'll play it again. That's right. Are you disguising the number? Okay. So we see this number. Usually the best time to call you back should you decide to leave a message after the tone. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hi, we've been trying to reach you about your expiring bachelorhood. It has come to our attention that you are less than three days from swearing off strippers and hookers and rando broads forever. 
If you wish to renew your bachelor status, please contact us at 1646-VIRUS-01. And that's the bit. That was it. <laughs> so if he calls back... He's just going to be fucking irritated. <laughs> probably. But if Which he calls back... Better. Three days before his wedding, we're just fucking harassing him with robocalls. <laughs> I kind of wish I could set this up to call him twice a day and until D Day, but so you know. he picks the fuck up, right? Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! So, so that well, bit, that was that. Yeah, <laughs> that bit may get a little bit better if he calls back, but we'll we'll listen. All right. Well, let's get into some news, man. We got uh, the first thing we talked about on the top three teaser was uh, Superbugs. Yeah, scientists have discovered previously unknown viruses dating from 15,000 years ago and ice samples taken from a glacier in a Tibetan plateau. Well. Yeah, right? Uh, those are some old bugs. Yeah, they are. I mean, can uh, they be weaponized, I think, is the, the first thing anybody thought. Probably. I can, doubt can, we have, can we create a plague out of this? I'm sure we can. I doubt we have any kind of immune resistance to a bug that, you know, dates back 15,000 years. So they took two ice cores from a summit in the ice cap at 22,000 feet above sea level in western China. The core was 1,017 feet deep. And, uh, wow, it uh, was then cut into sections three feet long and four inches in diameter. When they analyzed the ice, they found 33 viruses, at least 28 of which were previously unknown to science and had survived wow. because they're frozen. Um, wow. I don't know about you, but my asshole is puckered. Yeah, this is definitely like a... Like is your apocalypse. asshole puckered because those rods that they cut them into were... This is like an apocalypse movie waiting to happen here. Yeah, I mean, this is bad. Isn't that the beginning of... Uh, it's the beginning thing? of every horror movie ever made. Yeah. I yes. was just about to say that. It's the beginning of every fucking movie like, where <laughs> a bunch of white scientists start fucking with people. Yeah, so, that's our people. That is yeah. definitely yeah. our people. Yep. And there's always some black guy that's like, don't do that shit. Mess with this. Hey, if you, re- down. if you remember like, no, correctly, no, no, it'll be okay. And then Jeff Bo Goldblum comes out and says, nature finds a way. And then all hell breaks loose because if, someone trips and falls and then the sample breaks out. If you remember and correctly, Samuel L. Jackson says, hold on to your butts. Right. Says, hold on, motherfuckers. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure that that was like the only movie he didn't say motherfucker in. He didn't oh, drop no. a single motherfucker because I watched that thing twice. I, 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 I was so upset. Well, I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> um, I thought it was these mother uh, jumping snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. That's the TBS version. <laughs> <laughs> I think with Scarface... Uh, back in the day, you, you minky thinky. <laughs> you watch Scarface on like on regular TV. Like, look at look here, you minky thinky. So I have other good news. The what? CDC, oh, what's that? the CDC has found a fungus among us. Uh, fungus among us. Yeah, can wait till we go from viruses to fungus, huh? Fungi. That's right, Candida auris. Uh, it's not new, but it's going ape shit crazy again in hospitals where it tends to uh, jump from person to person. Uh, between January and April of 2021, 123 people were found infected with the fungus in D.C. and Texas, 
which had a 30-day mortality rate of about 30%, which that's a little high if you ask me. Just saying. Several of the infections were resistant to at least one drug, and five were resistant to all three of the types of major antifungal medications that are usually used to treat them. Despite these infection outbreaks in D.C. and Texas happening in a relatively short period of time, CDC officials say they don't think they're linked, but they, war- but they warned in their report, surveillance, public health reporting, and infection control measures are critical to containing further spread. So uh, if you see any of the uh, Candida auris out there, stay away. I find Candida is a, a, something I try to uh, avoid under all circumstances. If you if you see one if you see one of those things you got to give it two mushroom. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm a fun guy. Yeah, you are. You are. Uh, You're a dad. Unless her, you are. Unless her, unless her name is Candida, in which case, yeah, I give it a shot. If her name is Can't, no, nah, not Candida. Mm. Maybe Candy. It could be short for Candida. If her name is Candy, it could be. I know a woman named Candida. Do you really? Yep, that is that is a sad, sad story. Candida, Candida. That's very sad. Let's see. Candida, Candida, Dick. Hey, what? more great news. Ten-year-old resident recently died from complications of the fucking plague in Colorado. Yeah, officials are warning. That, Black uh, Death is back, baby. Yeah, pulling the fleas wow. of small animals. Yeah, I, do, I don't know if uh, everybody's up on this. I have gone to Colorado before, so this is one of those things that they tell you when you're there. Don't pet the prairie dogs because they carry the bubonic plague. Cool. So if, just if there was they... ever a reason to not fuck, you know, if you need another reason to not fuck squirrels, besides that you have to use duct tape or they explode, you could get the fucking plague. You know, Maddie, I wouldn't think you would actually have that problem. No, he, he's perfectly sized for a for a, for a squirrel, prairie dog. right? For a prairie dog, at least. Okay, yes. all right, okay. There's yeah. enough glue I can get up. Yeah, the before this, the state's last uh, plague-related death was in 2015, according to the Denver Post. We are so sad for the loss of this young Coloradan, and our deepest condolences go to the family," said Dr. Jennifer House, the health department of the health department. Um, so, so just in case, like. We don't, we haven't fucked ourselves well enough with COVID. Now we also have 15,000 year old viruses and the literal plague. The absolute, yes. Well, my question is why aren't we back on fucking mask mandates? Well, they're, there's they, a they fungus are. out there killing people. They are, they are, they are. We gotta, um, get, we gotta get, we gotta get our crotches covered. Uh, we can't, we gotta, we, no, we gotta CDC, get some tough actin, tenactin. The Would CDC help. said yesterday that they're recommending. Uh, masks in indoor public places. Uh, there's a map. If you go to the CDC website, there's a map that shows uh, whether we are at. So most of the mid-Atlantic is still moderate. It's still yellow, but there are a few pockets of there's like light red and dark red. Maryland so and red New is, Jersey are, are both hotspots right now. South Jersey and Southern Delaware <clears throat> are both hotspots. All right. So one last thing about the plague, just to bring everybody up to speed, because I think this is uh, information worth giving out. Plague is a broad disease that spreads through a variety of animals, including rodents, flies, and humans. The disease comes from Yersinia pestis bacteria, a bacteria which can be found all over the world. And there are three forms of plague, bubonic, sept- and pneumonic. Try not to get any of them. 
Okay. I'm going to try not to get any of the plagues this year. Basically, I feel like we should, I mean, we should literally, we should just we'll all just give up. Just go we to ourselves. We could buy spacesuits. We could buy spacesuits. We could all go hang out with Jeff Bezos in our spacesuits. The space, the oh space cowboy. God. That guy. <laughs> all right. So, do we have? All right. So we have. Is that our top three? No, that that's that's. Oh, we still that's have. The first we one. worked all three of those stories into one joke. Yep. Yep. And then. <laughs> And then I can I can also tell you that Alabama Governor Kay Ivey has uh, has laid the gauntlet down. She said it's time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, those fuckers. Here, here. So well, I mean, listen, I'm just happy that we're back to blaming victims, because it's it's the I mean, it's the same argument as if you dress like that, you're asking for it. If you don't get co if you don't get the vaccine, you're asking for it, right? Well, actually, wait, hang on. Two two unvaccinated people, hang on. I, I will tell you that I have heard um, it's true that masks don't work. I mean, everybody knows that, you know, everyone knows that masks are not a thing. Right. Um, but they do block the cameras um, for the facial recognition software and the cameras that Joe Biden has had installed everywhere. So it was they reported it on Fox News that actually the masks can be helpful for blocking the, the liberal conspiracy. Well, somebody's got to block them. Exactly. So that's that's what the masks are actually for. Yeah. So, no, everybody knows that. Um, yeah. But uh, now. So they're useless yeah. against COVID, but they are, you vaccinated? they are incredibly effective against Democrats. Are you vaccinated? I am. Fully? Yes. I'm not. You're not. Why? No. Hmm. Because he's a conservative. Does it, does it scare you to hang out with me? Uh, I'm I'm concerned for you actually because concerned for me. I'm fully vaccinated, right? So, so you know, if you're vaccinated, you're vaccinated, mm-hmm. right? That's that's how. Well, I if everyone it. else around me is vaccinated, I don't need to get vaccinated. Everyone well, that's vaccinated. The, that's the idea behind herd immunity. But if everyone else around you is not vaccinated, then you're putting yourself at risk. It's true. Actually, I have to go get vaccinated before I go to fucking Jamaica. I just, I've been dealing with some health issues and I've been he- dealing with shit. And one of the, so- one of the f- side effects of the COVID is they're, they're talking about, uh, ner- you know, nerve, there's some kind of nerve disorder. Like, I already have a nerve disorder. <laughs> so you thought maybe you'd have another one to keep it company? Oh, yeah. no, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that at all. Well, so go um, get your fucking shots, Maddie. No. Well, no, that's the thing. The shot, that's the shot gives you. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And uh, right, cause, I'm cause a little COVID. surprised you haven't actually caught it by now. I find that more surprising. Yeah, I was. Pretty, I, I I would be severely surprised if I did get it. I was pretty careful, and I I ended up with it. Like I've I've yeah, I've been very sick in my life, and I've also like I I feel like I've I've got a pretty healthy immune system when it comes to flus and shit. I get you know I get sick, but. I feel like I might have already, like, you know, there's like, listen, I'm not going to get into that right now. That's not what we're talking about. Okay. Um, I'm curious. So, Mike, you had COVID. Did you also then go get vaccinated? Or I did. I'm, and I'm fully vaccinated now. Uh, in fact, the gentleman who gave me my vaccination explained to me that my first shot, which typically doesn't bother people, was probably going to, 
to suck really hard, and then the second wound wouldn't wouldn't be so bad, which typically mm -hmm. bothers people. Because um, he sort of got your first first dose when you had the disease, right? And uh, he said that overall, in a general sense, while he had no direct medical information to back up what he told me, that logically speaking, the way that that you build immunity naturally versus the way you build it when you receive a vaccine that I would likely be more protected than someone who was just vaccinated. Oh, good. Because I yes. would, I would and have, I would have, um, essentially three doses. Well, not only that, but there's, there's a, a round of ammunition that your body builds from natural immunity that you just don't get from a vaccination that, would basically fill the gaps in the vaccination. So what did your first shot suck? Yeah, yeah, I I I was tired th that afternoon and then the next day I felt like somebody beat me with a bat. Mm. And how about the second shot? Uh I was a little tired the next day but it it didn't kill me. Good. All right. Now see cool. feeling tired and like you've been beaten with a bat is how I go through life. Why would I want to? Why would I want to accentuate that feeling? It so doesn't make any sense. So get the shot, you won't even notice. <laughs> Maybe, probably not. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a great point. You know what I would? I mean, but you could. What if it gives me a seizure? What if I take uh, the? What if I take the vaccine? What's that? COVID will give you more than just a seizure. Well, I'm just. You could be having a seizure while you drive. Isn't that right, Mike? Yes, that can happen. Yes, that can. can happen. And uh, as as we mentioned, the Florida a-holes uh, jumped out on their lawn and said, hey, get that dying guy off our lawn. Fox News reported that last Monday, a landscaper identified only as Tony in Palm Beach County, Florida, was walking to work in a residential neighborhood and saw a man in a moving car having a serious seizure. Tony, did you say Tony? Tony! I know, I know him. Most people do. It's Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony, a Florida landscaper. Yeah. So without thinking twice, Tony runs up to the rolling car on Dunes Road and grabbed the fender to try and stop it because, you know, oh. we always reach out and try to stop cars by the fender. With your hands. With your hands, that's right. Um, we all have the Superman arm theory. Local deputies, shit. local deputies wrote on a Facebook post, it ran over Tony's foot, but thankfully he had on steel-toe boots. The car stopped on the homeowner's lawn, but the car's windows were up and the doors were locked. This is really starting to suck for the guy in the car. Tony screamed for help, asking and begging for someone to please help him. The owners of the house where the car stopped yelled at Tony, Get off our lawn! Get that man out of here! Have him die somewhere else! A very sad moment for Tony, but he kept at it. And, oh. Is this video? No, it's just a picture of. Uh, no, it's just a picture of Tony. That's a picture of Tony. So uh, put on share your screen there, guy. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, got a newfangled way of doing this, and I haven't done the share yet. So here we've got a picture of Tony, and uh, this might this might tell you why the doors were were locked and the windows were rolled up, because even having a seizure, that guy was like, "Uh, uh, you ain't coming in here with me." That was still not there. Huh? This picture's still not there. Really? I see a picture. I see it. You see a picture? Yeah. All right, maybe I'm fucking around. Scraggly looking dude Tony, on the patio, Tony right? may have been high. 
while uh, stopping you think, this car. You think that's possible? I think Tony's rocking possible. a big... No, that's a broom handle. Never mind. Huh. Interesting. Right. Oddly enough, oddly enough, that's the best picture they could find. Oh, but can you imagine, though, like, fucking, like, this dude's, this dude's running to the rescue, and the people that own the house, I mean, yeah, he might look like a ne'er-do-well, but the people that own the house were like, fucking, what an ass, Jesus, fuck, I can't even. My grass, my grass. We want to take a moment to recognize this local hero. Many of us have seen Tony pushing his lawnmower around the neighborhood, but on Monday, as he was walking to work, he saw a neighbor in need. The neighbor was in his car having a serious seizure. So good work, Tony. We recognize you here on the Media Virus Podcast. Hell yeah, Tony. We could have had him on the show. We probably still can. I bet we can. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, does anybody know Tony's uh, phone number? Did they give it out? No. Uh, no yeah, I mean, like, yeah, no, but I did, but he, his, his line was disconnected. Oh. Uh. Tony. He doesn't even look like a Tony, though. No. He, he looks doesn't. like a Glenn or a Jim. No, a Jim, maybe, <laughs> not a Glenn. How about Clem? Possibly. Clem. Mm. All right. So, uh, this next story we don't have summarized, so I am going to share it like we did in the old days with, with just going to that website and taking a look at her. So here Follow it, your heart, man. Here it comes. Uh, this one, I th- can't remember if this one came over from the doc or from Maddie, but uh, apparently couples with big age gaps require special attention, and I think that puts at least most of the infection team in special ed when it comes to relationships. Yeah, pretty much. I'm feeling now, a little attacked here, yeah. Well, I'm 12 so years the senior of my wife. Uh-huh. 12, and, go ahead. Mike, what do you got? 20, but I'm the young one, so who gives a fuck? Yeah. 28. <laughs> 28 years. 28 years. So you can Jesus Christ, there's a whole person. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's yeah. a whole legal fuckable he person. Could, he could he could comfortably be my dad. Comfortably. Did you, In like fact, he's, did you like originally meet his son? He's he doesn't have kids. Uh wow. he's he's in fact three years younger than my mom. Wait a minute. So now I feel weird your being man 10 years could bang your mother, mother and it would be totally appropriate. I am not going to agree with that statement. (laughs) Does your mother have a Facebook there? She does not. Uh, Yes, actually, my mother does have a Facebook. Luckily, she's like the Media Virus podcast, so she's probably watching us. What's your mother's at? I am certain she would not. So I, I can't get very deep in this article, but we're just going to roll on the headline there because uh, Barron's wants me to sign up to mm. to pay Church. them for the for the story. But uh, bottom line here, apparently uh, need to put more attention to your uh, your big age gap couples. Well, it seems to be uh, focused on financial planning. Well, in Barron's probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, even if you scroll down the little bit of the story that we can see. Oh, yeah, financial security. Right, right it there. says financial advisors are working with clients from non-traditional families. So additional strategies to protect their assets. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's really uh, simple. So I kind of thought it would be like, more interesting. Like, okay, leave me the house. Thank you. 
<laughs> I mean, well, yes. If the age gap is big enough, then you got to be aware of, uh, you know, the potential for death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to have your, your papers in order. I mean, that's how I want to go. Leaving a big house to your very young girlfriend? If I was, hold on, let me think about this. If I was being banged by a woman that was 28 years my junior, I'd be arrested. All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Would you though? Oh wait, that's right. You're you're a minute younger than I am. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, because I'm forty two. Yeah. yeah never, if she was twenty eight, thirty eight foot. Yeah, I'd be so right. She'd be fourteen. Yeah. yeah. You you just gotta wait a minute. You just just wait another four years. You'll be okay. That's the hardest thing for me driving Uber because these very nice young people get in the car and I look and I, you know, I. In here, I'm not that old. <laughs> but then they start calling me Mr. and Sir, and I'm like, fuck you. Uh, get out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of financial planning, how's, how's that gig paying for you there, Mike? Uber, not so bad. I mean, I keep doing <laughs> well, I mean, it. You're throwing riders out of your car. I'm I keep just... doing it. No, nah, it, it, it's usually a fun joke because most of the time, <laughs> even though they're, they're calling me Sir and Mr., they think I'm like in my 30s. So that's even more depressing. They're like, well, you're, you couldn't be more than like 33. I'm like, yeah, I could. <laughs> I could be old enough to be your dad. Yeah. When my, <laughs> when my students, you know, guess my age in my thirties, I'm always like, yes, you are correct. C plus don't even have to try. Well, according to your only fans, you're barely 18. So I can understand their confusion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read the I read the bios carefully. Read the bios carefully. Good job. I can't hear anything. I said I, I drank a whole bottle of water. I'm very proud of myself. Oh, good for you. Good for you. No, you don't understand. I don't. I don't drink water. No, I already it drank. Tastes like nothing. I already drank a whole can of beer. Nice. Jesus. You, you drinking alcohol with that big lump on your head there? Why not? How do you right, think good. I'm going to get to sleep tonight? Uh. Uh, Doc, were you finding it, were you dehydrated prior to drinking the water? Uh, probably. I mean, I live in a constant state of dehydration. So if the question is, are you dehydrated? I'm assuming that the answer is yes. What did you find, Mike? <laughs> My Band-Aid's keying out. <laughs> I can do the finger. I can do the fingertip trick. Wait, can you wait, put your finger behind instead of in front of? Oh, you know that keys out too. Okay, wait, because it's not actually. It's actually is, still there. Is your is your band aid green? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of greenish. Oh. That's that's pretty entertaining. That's good. Like the time you showed up with that green fucking hood. Yeah, sort of. That was fun. You couldn't. But yeah, but you couldn't breathe in it. I, I refused to acknowledge it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do the whole show in it. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know. All right, boys. Are we ready for another break? Yeah, we take- are. Uh, right. Coming up after this break, we have, uh, let's, let me, let me, uh, uh, the Pony pa- pony Pounder, Tucker Carlson, Game Show Murder, Fuck Biden, Blow Cake, Joey Jordanson, Slipknot Drummer, the 75 and Tased, Pepper spray mama and a 20 vehicle crash after this break. 
That's and right. for those of you who, like me, are wondering what the fuck Maddie just said, you're going to have to stay tuned. That's right. All right, and we're going to go to break. You can reach us at 646-VIRUS-01. That's 1646-VIRUS-01. We'll help you get your bachelorhood back. I like that outro. I do. And we're back on the Media Virus Podcast, and it's time to continue with news. Hey, Maddie, this one's out of Canada. According to the Toronto Sun, police found an intruder in the Ottawa stables. He was in a stall with his pants down and his penis chubbed up, standing next to a miniature pony that had been tied up and lubed with massage oil. Oh, poor pony. I'm you mean, poor pony. You don't you don't know. First That's of all, a really you don't sad know story. That... Well, listen, when you walk around all cute and, and, and pretty like that, you're asking for it. I'm sorry, it's not what it looks like, Ryan yeah, Dodd, dog. 30, immediately told officers, according to their notes. Uh, those notes came to light in his criminal trial last week for break and enter and attempted bestiality, both of which he was found guilty of. Attempted bestiality, that's fantastic, actually. Whatever it looked like, Ottawa police and Ontario provincial police officers responding to the B&E call early January 5th, 2019, told him to put his pants on. And he did so, only backwards, saying, this is embarrassing. So, Wait, what was embarrassing? Being caught trying to fuck a horse or having his pants on backwards? I don't, did I, okay. Did you already read over it or did I, did I not include the fact that he had a pocket pussy with him? Uh, I didn't get that far that yet. That was not mentioned. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Dob was, uh, police also found the smell of scented body oil quite overwhelming Dobb was cooperative with arresting officers and said he had been drinking and did two lines of cocaine a few hours before breaking into the barn you don't say the premature pony and it uh, hey if, if two lines got him to fucking a pony can you imagine that uh, they're still getting good coke in canada apparently this is you know what this is where i get really pissed off don't blame the drugs the drugs you took the drugs so you would fuck a pony. <laughs> yeah, but what? I, you, you're missing my point. Is that what you always say, Maddie? What no, I'm no, it's what. I, don't blame the drugs. I've done a lot of drugs. What don't I'm blame the drugs. What I'm saying is drugs did their job. Damn it. What I'm right. saying is, if you can do two lines and you're ready to fuck a pony, you were ready right, to fuck a pony before lines. you did they're, any lines. They're having. Re- they've got really good blow in Canada still. Just say, just say. Uh, the miniature pony, its coat left greasy, smelled of perfume for days. Police noted her genitalia appeared shiny. <laughs> Can you imagine being the Mountie, typing up this report? And how do I how do I tie this up? Oh, that's right. Her vagina seemed shiny. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, the vagina was shiny. Eh? There you go. There you go. Police seized an empty bottle of body oil and rope. The miniature pony had been restrained with one rope around her neck and another around her hindquarters. Police also seized a pink silicone vagina replica used for masturbation from the pocket of Dodd's hoodie. I, I feel really sorry for that <laughs> pony. That's really sad. I, I, I agree. I, I'd be really upset if somebody took my vagina replica. Does he get that back? Yeah, they book it into I feel evidence. Like he get that back. 
No, it probably got booked into evidence. Oh, well, I mean, still. I, so I, I'm not going to say the thing I was going to say because I don't want to be, I don't want you guys to tell me I'm wrong. But it seems to me like, would you, so would that pocket pussy be of any use to anyone other than the guy who already used it? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> not quite the answer I was going to give her, but okay. Mm, you gotta pass that motherfucker around. See, there, there's this other place. It, it's like Goodwill, but it's called Great Will. <laughs> <laughs> now there are some uh, masturbation devices that almost feel like. You remember those water bags you used to get at like the county fair or yeah. the. You know, it was just if a bag were of water. really big continue, bad when right? I was like in seventh that's grade, what, yeah. Right, yeah. But that's what they feel like, but you can actually stick your dick in it, uh-huh. right? The problem, there's two, two. well, the, the main drawback is that with lube, your hand gets so slippery on the, on the, and it's a, you know, it's a silicone thing. Your hand gets so fucking slippery that you're not, you know, you're, you can't keep hold of it. You have a lack of friction. There's, well, well, there's, you know, it feels good on the penis, but holding, manipulating it with your hand, it keeps slipping out. You, right, right. You have you, a lack you of friction. Up, you, you, you wind can't up hold punching it. yourself in the pelvis. Um, but if, if that's the kind he had, then you can basically flip those inside out uh, and wash them. You know, the, the I mean, you problem. could flip it inside. You could flip it inside out and just use it inside out. But I don't think that would feel very good. I always the learn problem, so much. The problem that I nice. see with this story. Do I have uh, do I have rant music? Uh, let me see what I can work or out. Can I you. just or can I just riff? Let me let me see what I can work out for you. I, th- I should I'm have something. Over here. Don't get too uh, comfortable. Now, did we get to the point where you're about to get uncomfortable? Did we get to the point where he, where he, his defense was his defense? Hang on, let me, let me, uh, let me stop the rant music so I can give you his defense, and then, then we'll go for the rant. Uh, or what he said he was doing there. An examination by a veterinarian revealed no trauma to the pony's vaginal area or rectum. Uh, three swabs showed no semen or oil from the vagina, hamstring region, or hind legs. Veterinarian noted copious oily perfumed substance on the rump and found around the pony's vulva was abs- abnormally clean, and there was no oily film palpable around the vulva lips. Uh, abnormally clean. Successful prosecution. The successful prosecution by Ottawa Why Assistant Crown Attorney Tara Dobeck proved only attempted bestiality, and Dodd's defense was that <laughs> it wasn't at all what it looked like, and he had broken into the barn to only masturbate, and in fact had brought his own replica vagina. The medical examination also showed no sexual assault. But basically, he wasn't doing nothing. No, but as soon as he breaks in, the Benny Hill music starts. (laughs) Okay, and the the horse starts chasing him around. So he's got to get a rope on the horse, and he's got to get you know and tie and and he's 
he's got to make sure it doesn't go anywhere. Okay, so then he, then he, he ties the legs. Right, then he ties the legs. But then, you know, he, uh, he starts lubing up his pocket pussy and he spills the bottle all over his hands. What, what are you going to do with it? You might as well rub it all over the horse. Right, just to get it off your hand. Yeah, literally, that's what was happening. Right. right, you get all and right, and now you can proceed to to you know to jerk off. What your intended purpose was is to break into a, you know, or maybe maybe he was you know tying the horse up to a little inspiration. Maybe he doesn't want to fuck the horse, but you know, looking at it in that helpless state. Yeah, I think you're going some, Maddie, to defend the thing. You know this guy. I mean, I'm not saying I know him personally, but uh, <laughs> all right. about a defensive people, you know. Big Daddy, uh-huh. where are you going, brother? All right. Um, the the thing that we need to focus on on this story: the person who should be jailed in this story is this man's girlfriend. Ladies, here's the problem, and this is why this is your fault. You see, this is a man who is trying to have his sexual needs fulfilled. And the fact that his closed-legged girlfriend wasn't giving it up is what then necessitated him to have purchased the pocket pussy in the first place. And then she continued to not give it up long enough, so long, in fact, that this man had to purchase a pocket pussy. And then she continued to not give it up. And then he had no choice but to find greater and greater means and materials with which to masturbate. And so the trauma that could have afflicted that horse is directly responsible by that frozen tundra pussy belonging to that girlfriend of his. So, uh, Mrs. Methhead, this is your fault. Ladies, fuck your man. When you know that your man is a horny motherfucker and you don't satisfy that man's needs he's going to go fucking crazy and now he's got to visit us you know what i'm saying like he was just going about his business lubricating horses as is his right as a citizen and but she sent him there uh horny now i don't you know, know like, i don't know if being able to oil up miniature horses is a is a right in canada because we live in the united canada. states where of course it is of course it is. Um, uh, also, you're—I have a—you're assuming this guy has a girlfriend. Of course, that's why he has the pocket pussy, because she wasn't giving it up. Maybe, because uh, here's the thing: like, if you have ladies, a pocket, how dare you? How dare you not fuck your man and just send him out into the world? It's like a car, ladies. If- you may not drink gasoline. But your car needs gasoline to run. Give that car 
what it needs so it can run. If you don't give your car Vaseline, what happens? It breaks down. Ladies, your pussy is the gasoline to keep that engine running smooth. And if he didn't you know, know what he was ladies, missing. You've got that man that needs to be fucked. Fuck your men more. Suck that dick, ladies. Suck that dick. Or there's a horse that's going to get it later. If he didn't know what he was missing, he would have no reason to have a replica vagina. He'd have just beat his exactly. meat. Can I take us out of this? I, I find your argument Brandon. fascinating. So, right. uh, let me talk. Let me ask you a question. That happened. You meet a guy, right? And uh, things are going pretty good. And, uh, you know, you might, might be, you know, type of dude, you know, you want to bang him, you know. And then uh, you find out uh, he fucked a horse. Deal breaker, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's a deal. I don't even have to think about that one. Yeah, that's a deal breaker. Really? So you would not? If he has a dick big enough. And 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 uh, to to satisfy a horse. Nobody said anything there, about there, satisfying there was, the horse. No, yeah, there was no claim that 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 when the cops broke in, that fucking horse was smoking a cigarette. And keep keep in mind, we're talking about a miniature pony. That's true. It was a very small, very small horse. And honestly, I hear sheep's where it's at anyway. I understand if you if you get them up to the edge of a cliff, they sort of back up. They back up. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, only teach them to cook. Moving yeah. on to people. What? I said moving Ooh. on to people. Oh. Convicted serial killer known as the dating game killer died early Saturday morning at the hospital near Corcoran State Prison in Central California. Rodney James Alcala, 77, had been on the state's death row since being condemned in 2010 for the murders of four women and a 12-year-old girl. He had to throw in the 12-year-old girl, didn't he? Like, bastard. why? Bastard. Alcala. Wait, so what's his connection to the dating game? We're getting there, I think. I no, think. it was... Oh, so, I knew that story. We don't have to go through the whole thing if you don't want it. But uh, he was on the dating game. Oh. He didn't kill he anybody had... from the dating game. He okay, was all that was kind game. of my question. Was the deed. No, I thought he killed the woman that he won. On no, the but at the, end of the, at the end of the article, it uh, uh, when he was on the dating game, dating game, what just happened to my fucking video? When he was on the dating game, uh, he had already been convicted of having sex with a child. And serve time for it. Wow! It's in the, I left it in the article. Um, I'm I'm going to share this because uh, we've got a picture here, and I think the doc's going to take one look and know exactly why this guy was in the dating game. So here we go. Right? Am I right, doc? Hi. Uh, mm. he looks like Weird Al Yankovic. Like he looks like. He looks like 40 the, years in the future after a really bad binge. He looks like the bastard son of Steven Tyler and Weird Al. Yeah, yes, 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 yes that's it. Uh, that's I'm curious, it. Doc. Uh, Doc, staring at this guy, can you actually, did you actually feel your vagina slamming shut? Yes. <laughs> yes. 
actually my vagina slammed shut, jumped out of my body, ran across the room, grabbed a sewing kit, and then sewed itself mm. closed. Yeah. Mm. I understand. Mm-hmm. I probably won't see it again for the rest of the night. Mm. That's wow. understandable. Yeah. Uh, what did he die of? Natural causes. That's a, that's oh. a shame. But it goes, so what the article goes into is he got, uh, he was convicted and sentenced to death, got overturned, sentenced to death again, got overturned, sentenced to death again, got overturned. We wound up dying in prison anyway. That's was, an uh, impressive uh, series of events. Yeah. But he wasn't the wow. only, uh, he wasn't the only the game show contestant to murder. Right? And that was, ten, that was 10 years before he went on the dating game. Wow. You'd think that the dating game... Would may, have done a little homework? Yeah, you know. Make sure, make sure your contestants aren't convicted of fucking children. I mean, yeah, but this was this was 1968. That was like a fifty dollar fine. It was also a lot harder to get information on people back then. Fellow contestant Jed Mills later said he was creepy, definitely creepy. Yeah, no, he was creepy. Do we have a happier story to follow that one? Uh, let's see what we have. The Jeopardy killer. No, let's no more killers. He was on Jeopardy. I don't want to see. Any. No, I don't want to see. He was Jeopardy champion. Oh, okay. All right. All right, then skip that, Mike. Let's go. Uh, let me go. I that almost made I don't, the top three. I don't. I was think you summarized that one. I'm going to have to go and get. That I did one. not summarize okay. that one. So let me let me get because I just one. wanted to mention it, which I just did. Good job. Good job, Matt. Thanks. Appreciate it. I'm proud of you, Maddie. Yep. Um, and he's, he's actually reading the show sheet tonight. I, 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 have half I a, know. I have half a bone under the Our table here. Our little Maddie's all grown up. I'm so proud. Well, you know, I, uh, I do what I can. Um, I gave away that I was reading the show sheet when I went into, okay, uh, Pony Pounder, Tiger Girls, and Game Show Murder. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Fuck Biden. I am uh, at half mast. That, uh, the, fuck, the fuck Biden, there was a New Jersey homeowner was being fined by the local municipality for having a fuck Biden sign on their, their home. I don't I heard about this. Um, and then, so I, I, I sent that and I was debating on to whether or not to, to bring it into the fold. Um, and then I saw that the three days after that story, uh, the case, the, the, the case was dropped. That's right. So, He's within uh, his first amendment rights. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's sure. that. There's really not much. There was a bit. It's a win for uh, you know the First Amendment. So yeah, no, uh, I'm in favor of that. Okay, so no fuck go. Biden. Uh, um, what else do we have? You know, we lost we lost a lot of, of important people this week. Yeah, there was uh, uh, Joey Jordanson, the drummer from Slipknot. Yeah, uh, who hasn't played many years because of his neurological disorder. He lost use of his legs. Right, but a pioneer. When it comes to metal drumming, I don't know if you guys yeah, no, he was, listen to Slipknot, but the drumming was—he was a talented fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, Dusty Hill. We lo- this afternoon we ZZ heard Top. about Dusty Hill from ZZ Top, mm-hmm. and you know he, Dusty was was not. I, there was a a 2019 documentary about ZZ Top. It's called The Little Old Band from Texas, 
and they chronicled how the band got together and they 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 talked about everybody's individual lives as it led into becoming ZZ Top. Dusty actually put that band together. Um, he became aware of Billy Gibbons and and saw him play with another band and made it his business to meet him so he could go play with him. Uh, he had played with Frank Beard at some other point and and knew that Frank was a good drummer and 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 wanted to play with him and he got the three of them together in a room at one point and they just said, Hey, let's just jam. Uh, well, I think it was the key of C and they did. And they apparently jammed for a number of hours nonstop. They just kind of played and went in and out of different stuff and knew that they had this connection that they had to be a band. And, and dusty was the guy who pulled that together. That's really cool. So I, feeling really bad for those other two guys tonight because they they lost somebody that that even though they didn't always get along you know they had times when they they weren't they just couldn't be in the same space but they knew that they had this cosmic connection that brought them together to make the music that we know from zz top well and we all here on the media virus podcast know how special it is when you gel with a team creatively right that you can yeah you know, play off of each other, and that's that's an awesome thing. Yep. Yeah. So, all right, so yeah, do we have any more headlines we really want to hit tonight, or are we ready for our next break? Yeah, the only thing, like, the joke I was going to make was uh, the I saw the headline and said, uh, you know, watch Colorado police tase a 75-year-old man. Yeah. Like, wow, wow. That, sounds like, that sounds like it's going to be funny. And I, I played it, and it wasn't very funny. Mm. Um completely a violation of the man's rights. They only, I think they only really tased him so he would, they could pull him out of his apartment and arrest him for assault. Uh, but he was obviously drunk and uh, just woken up. So, but we're not going to play that. Oh, um, I was just getting ready you, for it. You want to, you want to play it? No. I, it's, it's not here, man. It's, I, sometimes I really despise these news channels. They, they run all kinds of video that's not what it's supposed to be on the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. There was a, a woman that pepper sprayed a, uh, a a mother and child on an elevator. Wow. For not, for not wearing masks. That I've got some information on. Seattle authorities. Well, if they were wearing masks, they 32, wouldn't have 32-year-old woman after she reportedly pepper sprayed a woman and her child while the three mm-hmm. rode in an elevator on Monday. The woman and her child, according according to reports, were not wearing masks, which is said to have prompted the response from 32-year-old suspect who claims to be in a high-risk category for COVID-19-related illness, which, you know, explains why you want to be inside an elevator with pepper spray. I don't know if you've ever been down the block from a pepper spray discharge. I have. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Even when you're just down the block. I was once in a building, we were rehearsing for a play, and somebody set off pepper spray on the next floor. Yeah. And they had to evacuate the entire building. Yeah, if it gets if it gets into HVAC or gets caught yeah. in the wind, it was it, bad. It can be a day wrecker for anybody yeah. that's, you know, yeah. in the immediate vicinity. <clears throat> Officers responded Monday afternoon to Pike Place Market for a report of assault. They found the unnamed suspect who was reportedly pushing a stroller containing a bottle of bleach and carrying a can of pepper spray. Oh my god. So she was just she was just out just to hurt somebody. Job. Yeah, she was out to yeah, hurt somebody. Yeah. Uh, 
destroyed. She sprayed for COVID-19 fears. A bottle of bleach. She didn't have a kid. She just had a stroll with a bottle of bleach. Right. Fucking insane. And then uh, there was a 20 So she armed crash. herself. With, so actually, before this ever happened, before she left her house, she armed herself with a, with a bottle of bleach and a can of pepper spray in a stroller. Well, she, she had the armor of she, she, she put looking for that fight. She put the Always bleach. She put the bleach in the stroller because it's it gets heavy. Bleach weighs about eight dollars, eight pounds a gallon. It weighs eight dollars, huh? Oh, well, it's about eight eight pounds a gallon. Yeah. Always be prepared, yeah. ladies. It is. It's heavy. Scouts, Boy Scouts taught me that. It's true. The human head, I hear, also weighs eight pounds. Mm. Indeed, it does. Mm-hmm. And then there was a 20-vehicle crash in, uh, what was that, Utah or Idaho? Utah. Eight people yeah, what, are what's dead. What's the difference? Eight people are uh, That's a I, great question. I think Utah's a prettier place, if I had to guess. Hmm. Eight people are dead, and several more were critically injured, authorities say, in a sand and dust storm that caused visibility issues that led to a series of crashes involving 20 vehicles Sunday in Utah. Crashes happened on I-15 near Kanash and about 155 miles southwest of Salt Lake City, the Utah Department of Public Service said in a news release. Four of the deaths were adults, four were children under the age of 15. According to a press release from Utah Department of Public Safety, 10 people were transmitted to, transported to area hospitals, and at least three of those people are in critical condition. Wow. Uh, give me just a second. I'll show you an ugly picture of it. Give me just a second. I'll show you my dick. Wait. Hold on. Let me get my screen share up real quick. <laughs> I will save everyone from Maddie's penis. My my impression of Jeffrey Tubin. Okay. So, yeah, it looks like it was pretty ugly out there. Um, in the looks like it was uh, in some deserty scrub brush kind of area. Probably uh, just a big cloud came across the road. You see the haze in the background. Can't see the mm -hmm. mountains. Uh, you know, the good news here is that they no longer have to live in Utah. Because they're dead? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh. It appears that 20 vehicles were involved in Sunday's crashes after high winds caused a sand and dust storm that impaired visibility on the roadway. Utah Highway Patrol summoned troopers from Richfield and Beaver to assist. Multiple ground and air ambulances were also responding to the to transport uh, victims. Images of the crash site show multiple tractor trailers and several damaged passenger vehicles littering the road with debris scattered for yards. At least one vehicle appears to have had its passenger doors ripped off. Wow. Wow. The Department of Public Safety closed the road in both directions following the crash, which occurred just before 5 p.m. A strong thunderstorm was reported southeast of Kanash around 4.30, with strong winds occurring as the storm decayed. Wow. Can you That's... imagine that, though? You're just driving down all of a sudden, just fucking... I mean, goddamn, dude. Have you ever, like, in the fall or the autumn, been driving and it just starts thunderstorming and pushes every goddamn leaf yeah. off the... Are you driving it? And then oh. isn't that wait, hang on. So like storms of dust that cause 20, 20 car pileups, isn't that the sort of shit that goes on in the Bible? I mean, minus the cars. That is some but, biblical I shit. Mean, it is Utah. God himself has cursed Utah. Yeah, like I feel like this was God saying, no, I, you know, I hey, thought they were in words, good shape because of the you. Latter day Saints and the the 
the uh, the the Mormons who follow them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is God's you know Mormons. Cut that shit out. Every once in a while, and the he likes Mormons to that them. follow them. That's Every right. Every once in a while, God likes to remind, uh, "Hey, Mormons, I didn't forget what you did." What did they do? They wrote the Book of Latter Day Saints and started uh, started to you know make that yeah made that part of their dogma. Fucking uh, okay. around with uh, black people, sister wives and shit. Sister wives and shit. That sounds like a good idea at first, but, but you get yeah. tired after a while. Yeah, actually, from the woman's perspective, actually, it sounds pretty freaking awesome. I gotta tell you. Except you gotta also put up with a bunch of other women. But I mean, you know, like if one person is handling the laundry and the other one is doing the cooking and somebody else is looking after the kids, I mean, you know, that sounds not so bad. Yeah, but it might until be until the end of the month. Until it's your day to fuck it. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's just like once a week, right? I mean, if he's got or seven Or until wives, the end of the month. Why? What happens at the end of the month? Everyone's on their period. Uh, yeah. Because they've be been a, around be too much. Oh, around can you imagine other. them all syncing up, for Christ's sake? Jeez. <laughs> it happens exactly. faster than you think. Yeah, it really does. It's, it's a real thing. That's why the... Pro- you know everyone's why, linked up at the same goddamn time. That's why the optimum actually, way to do this is in threes. You have three wives. You have so week you one, week two... Week three, nap time. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, I, um, where was I going? This? Oh, I was in I summer know. camp. I was in summer camp, and we, there were, by the time we got done, but there were three, three of us, three girls, or, or four girls, and we each had our period, like, I had it one week, and then the next one had it the next week, and then, so, like, somebody was always on her period all summer long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was not fun. That's just fucking torture. Yeah, it's like who gets the chocolate? Who needs a nap? <laughs> an uh, well, you know what? I think up. we're going to uh, we're going to take a break. On that note, and yeah, and get into uh, what we got coming up. On the ladies, show. ladies, learn well, to handle that shit better. Well, if you look at the D block, I, I, I named it. I named a new segment. You told me. Let me say. Let me tell you something. Anytime that you can get a pass. For your behavior and blame it on your period, like let me. So y'all get to be bitches and say, "No, nah, it's my period." But when we're assholes, like yeah, we, but you're assholes all the time. But so are so are some of y'all. It's just that you blame it on something else. We I blame. Don't. We don't. We blame. We blame it on not getting pussy. So again, it comes well, down to you, ladies. Maybe you that, ought to. Maybe in that you vagina. Ought to. Maybe you ought to get some. Y'all need to handle that shit so that we can keep calm. So anyway, uh, Professor, I was uh, watching some TikTok videos before the show. Well, if, we, uh, if you if you look into the let's, deep, let's take a break. Uh, and I'll, we'll do some TikToks on the other side, but we need to take a break. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, right. uh, if you're following along on Facebook, go ahead and send us a, a little bit of a tap tap message uh yeah the chat that's it you can chat with us and if you're not you can give us a call one six four six virus zero one that's six four six virus zero ones right over my head if you could possibly see through my hair maybe i'll duck around for you anyway we will be right back after this message well well come on there we go we'll be right back after this message
send help. What do you got? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Maddie's TikTok Corner, which we also call laughing at white people doing white people shit. That's that's it. That's what that's we're gonna do. It. Let's uh, all let's right. Get the, let's laugh let's, at some white people. Those funny little white people. These are my so. my favorite TikToks. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I've never met anyone who could beat my most embarrassing moment. I've moment story, so I'm gonna tell it to you. So I just started dating this guy. We're like two weeks in. I have Crohn's disease, so I have a colostomy bag. And if you don't know what that is, it's a bag that's connected to the outside of your body that your intestines empty into. So it's a bag that fills with poop. It's a poop bag. So he wanted me to sleep over like a bunch of times and I was like, nah, no thanks, like I have a poop bag. And finally one night I'm like, you know what, whatever, I'm tired, I don't feel like going home. So I slept over and at like one or two in the morning, I wake up and I am, my whole body is soaking wet. And I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? And I like rip the covers off of me and I am covered in poop. My poop bag exploded in this man's bed. I essentially shat his bed and I had to wake him up and be like, hey, yo, I pooped your bed. You have to take me home because I didn't have ostomy supplies. Anyway, that was eight years ago. We're married now. This is our wedding day. I've never met anyone who could beat my most embarrassing moment story. So, so I'm going to tell it to you. So I just started dating this guy. We're like two weeks in. I have Crohn's so, disease, so I have a colostomy bag. But if you don't know what that is, it's a bag make her go that's connected away. to the... So, by someone to call... Sorry. Wow. TikTok's kind of a pain in the butt to to do live, but wow. Wow. That's pretty bad. How many men's bed have you shat there, Doc? Just the one. Just the one. Yeah. Who's uh service that he is that a service that he paid for? Uh no, no. This guy was um wow. I really hope my mom's not listening. He was the best sex I ever had, and he literally fucked the shit out of me. I mean, it wasn't like a full-on, you know, there's just like a little, little bit of poop. A little bit. There's a lot of, very large, lots of pressure, and, you know, everything is very close together down there. So oh, yeah. Shout out to, shout out to, to uh, Horsecock McNiceleg. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, the world's greatest film. Uh, one of the finest pieces of cinematography ever made. Uh, Kingpin. Oh. And uh, Roy Munson is like, what is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? <laughs> you really jarred something loose, Tiger. <laughs> like, and, like I said, there's a lot going on down there, you know? But, boy, he, well, as, as she's saying this, he is actively vomiting. Into Ouch. a toilet, she, and they, the the best is that there's a shot where it's under her leg, as she's putting on stockings, and she has like the lumpiest, most varicose vein ridden legs. Like I think this was a fake leg. I don't think this was actually and, this actress's leg. And the nylons were baggy. And the nylons, yeah, and it was so disturbing as he's throwing up into the thing, and the the. Um, the last thing he does, she does, is go <laughs> and walks out. Mm. It was um, honestly, it's it's one of the finest. No, dare I say finest moment on film. Um, what else we got, Mike? 
cause you to oh. think that you, that you are crazy. When you I got to restart this guy. There we go. That's the thing about TikToks you can't control the such a pain in the ass. Everyone today talks about gaslighting, the intentional attempt by someone to cause, to cause you to think that you are crazy. When you think about it, however, it's very unlikely that you are being gaslit. In order to gaslight you, somebody has to know you well enough to know how to push your buttons. But if they know that, most likely, they also know you well enough to love you and care about you. It's much more likely that what you think is gaslighting is just an innocent mistake. So, if you do think you are being gaslit, consider that probably you are wrong. And most likely, it's just all in your head. Thank you. That's just awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's good to have the words of an expert, um, you know, and... Uh, that in 2021, we can get that level of expertise to broaden our, our minds into uh, more efficient ways of thinking. I say it all the time. I said, I'm not gaslighting you, you crazy bitch. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. I've never been gaslit. I once, I once thought that I was, but it turned out that I was just being completely paranoid. Right. I mean, it was yeah. that time of the month. Your mother said some shit you didn't like. Yeah. Felt that. Just, yeah. Something yeah. tells me you're more the gaslighter. Me? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. own a vagina that makes you capable. Nah. You have a vagina that makes you a master manipulator in and of itself. Look, guys, you know, I just, I love you a lot, and I would never do anything like that. <laughs> well, I believe <laughs> And I did what stack the? three of these, so we've got one more. All right, one more. So I recently started trying my luck with online dating. Now, I'll be honest, I haven't had much luck in this area in the past, but I think I might have finally gotten lucky. You see, the other day I matched with this beautiful girl, but she asked me if I minded that she was trans. I told her that, of course I don't. What kind of a monster would I be if I held that against her? Well, anyways, we've had great conversations, a lot of back and forth. I, of course, keep bringing up the vampire jokes. You know, I told her, oh, when we meet, don't suck my blood. And she told me that I think you'll be the one sucking me by the end of the night. Well, anyways, I'm sure Transylvanians have heard all the vampire jokes by now. Well, we go out for dinner tonight. Wish me luck, guys. So I recently started... Good luck, guys. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, uh, good luck. No, no one found the... I thought for sure one of them was going to be the hashtag... Hashtag NTFWD. Uh, I don't know what that means. NTFWD. Look up on TikTok when you get a chance after the show. Hashtag NTFWD in the corresponding video. And we'll okay. uh, play that next time. Okay. We will add that to Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner. All right. Sounds good. Because I don't want to spoil it. It's a good All one. All right. All right, guys, is that our show? That's everything we had planned, um, except for the shit you rushed us through. Appreciate you 
It's like, oh, you're really going to do that story? Uh -huh. Oh, we're really going to watch an old man get tased? You know oh. what? You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm trying to keep the show from being a 27-hour-long snooze fest. Got to keep it moving. Keep it moving. Oh, we did a hell of a job. We covered more news uh, this week than we have ever covered. Ever covered. That's awesome. Yeah, well, yeah, and it was, I thought it was really good, right? We got in, we told the stories, we made our jokes. Yep. Right? That was awesome. Right, there we go. All right. So uh, bring us home there, Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on the Media Virus Podcast. And uh, hopefully you've, you joined us on uh, Facebook. If you got that notification, uh, we'll let you know a little sooner so you can plan for it next time because uh, this was our first time and it was, uh, it was a big secret because we were afraid we were going to suck. Yeah, so thank you for <laughs> being gentle with us. Uh, and if I offended anyone online with my rants, Fuck you twice. And if you once have once in the ass. And if you have and friends once in the ass. And if you have friends like you, fuck them too. Wow. Fuck them too with a giant horse cock. And the horse you and a pocket pussy. pussy. And a pocket pussy. And a lubed up donkey anus. So on behalf of Stanley McFadden, the lovely and talented doctor, I am Professor Mike Latoris. That is Maddie Rockdeff, our fearless leader. And this has been the Media Virus Podcast. You can reach us at 1646-VIRUS-01. That's 1646-VIRUS-01. We will be back next week. And don't forget, the show drops on Friday. We almost sound professional sometimes. Sometimes. Once in a while. Almost. Don't let it go to your head. And we are clear from audio. Very good. I'm close. Uh, stop recording video. And we are stopping live stream.